0: Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with eXp Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of eXp Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around.
1: So let's get started. Let's get into this house hunting here in the entire state of Florida is definitely not easy. Now we've seen a big shift in the market as buyers. Uh, If you've been in this market for any amount of time or you're brand new, it's been pretty difficult because of three main things. The first thing that we have with our buyers is we have a lack of inventory. When I first got into this industry here in Florida, Uh, We had three or four times as much as we currently do in our MLS here on the Emerald coast of Florida. Absolutely insane. We've been seeing that across the board. The market conditions have made it very difficult as well because the buying power that the buyers have is diminished by the amount of other people that have been coming in that have cash or in a better situation. And because the inventory is so low and everything's so competitive, And the people were moving here because of the COVID-19 crisis, they were moving to this area and to our state. It's become a bit more difficult. And of course, the expectations, you know, the problems, expectations of what people other than the state are expecting in our market in comparison to theirs. That's always been an issue finding in house hunting anywhere uh, since I've ever been doing real estate. These are the three main problems that we have. So let's talk about five things that we can do to help mitigate these issues. First and foremost is to set expectations early. When you're talking with a buyer that's moving to the area or upgrading in a certain area or something, you need to sit down with these buyers. Now, if you're one of those people that like to talk on the phone, you can do that. Um, Best case since we've been seeing for people moving out of state and coming here has been a Zoom meeting or you have a face-to-face time or any other application like that would definitely work. Or better yet, sit in person where you have one-on-one and actually go over what's going on in our market and set expectations. Now, here's what I typically like to do and what I train my agents to do when they are actually doing this is that we go over the market, the current state of the market where it's going and our expectations. So we talk about what that is first, okay? The second part is we talk about our process, the Whittemore Group's process, on what we do to get you from point A to point B. So having no idea what's going on, all the way to keys in hand as a homeowner. So we walk them through our process and what to expect through that entire process. Then after that, we go through and listen to what they want to get. Now this is really good because at this point, they're going to tell us that we want a $400,000 home and we want this, this, and this, <clears throat> and now we can even show them while they're in front of us via zoom and show them the screen and be like, there's really no inventory at 400,000. You need to be closer to 600,000, right? Or somebody, they will come into your market and be like, I want a vacation condo for 200,000, three bedroom, two bath. Golf view. And we're like, yeah, if I would have saw that, I would have bought it. You would have never got to it in the first place. No, no, that's, this doesn't exist. We're not going to find that. So taking that to do those and setting those expectations makes a huge, huge difference. And that's number one to help mitigate the house hunting part in Florida. Um, One thing too, that I want to add to this is when you do a buyer's consultation, we'll call it a buyer strategy session. You could call it an investor strategy session. Depends on what sort of market that you're in residential real estate. I want you to qualify those people for three things. The things I want you to go at the end of the consult to determine whether you want to work with this client or not is, first of all, are they financially ready? Can they afford to do what they ask to do? Okay. And if not, have you sent them to somebody that can help them find that out? Okay. Number two is to make sure that they have some amount of urgency. Is there a timeline? Because if there's no timeline, they could just be wasting your time while somebody else in your city or in your area needs your help, and they're taking that away, okay? So somebody with no urgency, no timeline, I wouldn't work with them. And third is having what we like to call being emotionally ready, meaning that they have the capacity to actually write an offer and go through this entire process. I wish that there was an easy way to describe this. It really isn't. And when it comes to that, the people that are actually signing on the paper aren't the only decision makers, even though they're the one financing it. And it could be, we think, another decision maker is probably a spouse or maybe uh, a mother-in-law that's that's with them. But it could be anything. I actually had somebody that uh, was in the military, was in the <coughs> U.S. Air Force, and her mother, from you know several states away, had a decision authority on the, on her purchasing. She had everything else, but she didn't have the emotional maturity, or emotional readiness to make a decision on her own. That was my fault for not understanding that in the first place. And because of that, we never actually closed on anything. Cause I never talked to that other decision maker. So she never trusted me, <laughs> whatever. So that's setting expectations early. Number two is let the clients know about what's happening now and what's going to happen in the future or what we project. If you don't know what's going to happen in the future, ask the other people around your office, ask people on your team, ask your coach and see what's getting on and going on with, the, with, with our industry. Or just look it up online. There's lots of different resources for you to figure that out. But for your specific area, that's when you need to reach out to your your local expertise, but <clears throat> definitely let them know what those conditions are now. So that way, when you get to a point the inventory shrunk and you're like, Hey, I wanted to prep you, we're going to have to come in strong for you to win these. Cause you're going to be competing with 12 other offers. They know that prior to going in and being like, yeah, I want to offer $10,000 off the list price, you know, this has 10 other offers, right? You never set that expectation. So it's your fault. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Number three, create a plan based on their situation. Big part of creating that plan is going, okay, when we find something, we'll just say a low inventory, give me a call. I will get the earliest showing that, that goes with your schedule as well as mine. And we'll get out there and do a video tour. Now you have a plan. Okay. Or <clears throat> a plan could be just as based as, as soon as you get a pre-approval or pre-qualification from one of our local lenders that I've suggested to you, then at that point, we'll schedule a time for you to come here and then we'll go out and see homes. It doesn't have to be elaborate, but schedule that plan out. So they know what the next things are that you're going to do. Number four is find out the real needs based on their timeline. So that's one of those things that we do in our <coughs> setting expectations early was listening to what they need. Okay. Listening, what they want, what they need. Tell me everything about your future hope, whatever you want to tell them. And when you're listening to this, and you're listening to it, and they mention something that's completely out in left field, you're like, well, we might find something that has A, B, and C, but just know because we don't have a whole lot of inventory right now, you may have to sacrifice, you know, A and B and get C, or get C and B, but not A, within this amount of time frame. Mentally prepare your buyers to go, you know, you may not get everything you want. <clears throat> if you want to close on a house within the time frame that you need, set that expectation that way. It's not like, a, oh, I thought I could get a hundred percent house. Now they know prior to actually going in that it's not going to be the reality and you're going to prove it to them. And some people are super stubborn. And they will continue to just fall on their face until they finally recognize it, give them some validity, help them out, help them save face and go, yeah, you know, I mean, you were sort of right, you know, don't say sort of right. you were right. This and that, but we're in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we are. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, buddy. All right. And anyway, (laughs) not that I'm being, uh, um, disingenuous here, but you, sometimes people just don't want to listen. All right. And the last but not least is if you, if you can wait it out, all right, if your buyers can wait it out, that's awesome because at least in today's market here in mid 2022, we're seeing a transitional market. We're transitioning from a super sellers market back over to transitional buyers market. So that being said, with the scrunch and in inventory, the market conditions, where the rates are going up. So there's less buying power. So we have a less pool of competing buyers and um, we can kind of set their expectations of, Hey, wait another six months and you'll probably find what you're looking for, but just know that it's going to be at a higher interest rate and the market's not going to crash. Prices are just correcting to fair market value. Then great. But if they can't, you're going to have to expect that you've got to be aggressive with those offers because everybody else is still trying to dig in to the last bit of it for the end of the year or whatever the market conditions are. Let them know, set that expectation, once again, that if you can't wait it out, we're gonna to have to be aggressive with our offers to get the home that you really want.
0: That's all we have for today. To learn more about becoming a real estate agent on the Emerald Coast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure to check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're thinking about joining EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give him a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.